Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. I am Mark. This is a bonus episode. And when I do bonus episodes, it's the it's the uh, Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast, as opposed to the ordinary, everyday Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin Podcast. This is the bonus stuff. I started doing the bonus episodes when the pandemic hit 200 years ago. <laughs> And I was stuck at home at the very beginning when it's like, I'm at home for two weeks. Let's fuck around and do this. And now uh, it's better. But, you know, I still like to when I have the time and the inclination do a few of these bonus episodes on the weekends um, as both a palate cleanser of sorts. And just because I love I love live recording. I love the whole live music scene and the recording thereof. And I love evangelizing. Um. You know, primarily the work of Mike Millard, who was a legendary taper back in the 70s, 80s, and into the early 90s before he passed away. And he was legendary because he used really top-shelf equipment. He had a Nakamichi tape deck and a custom battery rig and AKG mics that he would sneak in. And he knew where the best places were to record in every venue in the L.A. area. And he would record and make these incredible, incredible quality recordings that um, just rival professional releases. And there is a group called the Gems, J-E-M-S, trading group, tape group, that is curating Mike Millard's archives. And it had been thought that his tapes, his master recordings, had been lost after his death. They were either destroyed or lost one way or the other. They ha- they aren't and they haven't been. Um, this Gems group is releasing all of his recordings, those that of, of his that they have. And they're tracking down first generations of recordings recordings for which they don't have the masters and every saturday they release it on dimeadozen.org a live music sharing site so my job is very easy most of the time because i usually just grab whatever mike millard recording comes out because it's a guaranteed good one quality wise and uh you know drop down a quick podcast and that's what i'm doing today yesterday or last night late last night uh, it was a, a show by The Cars from 77. That was not a Millard recording. That was just a separate thing. Today, this is a Kinks concert, which is last week's release of Millard's. This week's Millard release I've already downloaded, and it's an Eric Clapton show from 74. I will probably get to that today or tomorrow, or if not, at some point in the future. But for today, we have The Kinks, April 25th at the L.A. Forum, 1983. Uh, Back when, remember when MTV first started, The Kinks went from being a solid, you know, a solid touring band where you could go see them and they'd be playing, you know, uh, five, six, you know, theaters of a few thousand people. In 83, you know, from like um, the early 80s, the kinks really, really took off with the MTV, with the MTV thing that happened there with their videos with Come Dancing was huge. Remember that Come Dancing? That video was on 
all the time. And um, on the strength of that, they put out several other videos and they really had a renaissance. In fact, that was kind of, that was their high watermark in the early 80s when other, when their peers from the original British invasion were were having periods of uh, decline and struggling as the 80s began. Like Eric Clapton in 1983 wasn't a big player. He caught his stride in the mid-80s and the late 80s and then into the 90s, but at that time, he was not a big seller. Zeppelin, of course, had broken up and the boys were struggling. The Stones, well, the Stones were always the Stones. They had Tattoo You, but in 83 they had Undercover, which again was not was not huge, but MTV helped it. Whereas the Kinks, I mean, the Kinks were popular in the 60s. They had several bounces up and down, you know, and then in the early 70s with Lola and things like that. And then in the mid-70s, they kind of coasted a bit. And then uh, they kind of redefined themselves and became a little more hard rock in the later 70s with low budget and things like that. And then Paranoia came out, which I think came out in 81, early 80s. I think I was in eighth grade. So 81, 82 paranoia, the destroyer that was huge, at least where I was growing up and then come dancing and all those other songs that I'm blanking on now, even though they were all huge, um, really gave the kinks a shot in the arm. So for this tour, they're, they're playing the LA forum, whereas the, you know, as noted in the taper notes, you know, a couple of years, the last tour, they were playing a place that had 5,000 capacity. The tour before that, in the late 70s, they were playing six, 8,000 capacity. This time, they're playing 17,000 people a night. They're playing the big leagues. So, good on them. And I saw the Kinks the very next year in 1984, and they were playing a college. They were playing St. Anselm, Anselm's College. So, I mean... They they hit that high watermark and then started um, pulling back from it. Not because they're in any way bad. The Kinks are a great band. Ray Davies is an amazing songwriter. Um, underrated here in the States, I think. Um, but it's just, you know, they were, they were middle-aged, you know, at that point. Middle-aged at that point being just turning 40. <laughs> but that was the thing. These were the first... These were the first rockers to actually have to, you know, have to solve the problem of how does one stay relevant in an area where one's relevance is determined by the youth when one is approaching middle age, when one hits their 40s. The who, you know, they didn't make it into the 80s very far. The Stones fell apart in the 80s. Zeppelin, of course, exploded literally as the 80s began. And um, Pink Floyd didn't make it into the 80s very far. They had The Wall, which was fantastic, but very Roger Waters. And then the final cut, they ended with a, a whimper. So all these guys had to deal in, 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 and struggle with how does one maintain relevance as one gets older and the kinks managed it <laughs> they just kept rocking they're a fun band they're a lot a lot of fun to see live 
And um, that's going to come across in the tape. I know I'm very babbly and just kind of free consciousness. Free consciousness? No. Free-flowing stream of consciousness. Just talking here. I'm hoping I'm making some points. But the long and short of it is it's interesting that the, the, the kinks had their hit their peak just as they were kind of entering that turning 40 age, late 30s turning 40, whereas they peaked when other people were kind of at their nadir. So good on them for doing it. And then they kind of, uh, unfortunately, I don't know. I don't think they had really many. I don't think they had any big hits after this time. Hatred was a good one. I remember that song. Hatred, it's the only thing that keeps us together. That was in the early 90s, but I don't know if that was a big hit or if it was a moderate hit or if I just remember hearing it. I know I, I grew up in the Boston area, so very good rock and roll town. We had really good rock and roll radio. Um, so I heard that stuff coming up a lot more. I mean, I didn't hear Biggie Smalls. I didn't hear Curtis Blow. I didn't hear any of that shit. Grandmaster Flash back in the day as it happened because it didn't it didn't puncture into my bubble. <laughs> the radio stations, the rock stations played rock. And um, growing up in southern New Hampshire, there really wasn't a... Uh... Well, sorry about that. I was mid... Well, I was not mid. I was babbling my head off. And the universe interceded and crashed my program, which was a little worrying. I don't know why my program crashed. That hasn't happened before. Um... I hope this whole laptop isn't dying because I wasn't able to get that new computer I wanted. So this is what I got. Anyway, um, we're back on track. So let's start, shall we? The Kinks, April 25th, 30th. Shit, I forgot and my window's closed because my computer crashed. La la la. One moment, please. Bum, bum, dun, 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 dun. April 25th. 1983 at the L.A. Forum. This is a master recording by the master saint, Mike Millard. Blessings be upon him. And let us listen to Catch Me. Now I'm Fallen. Is that what it is? Catch Me Now I'm Fallen. That's the one off of the low budget album. I like this song, so hopefully you like it, too. Catch me now, I'm falling, April 25th, 1983. The Kinks. <laughs> Give me a second glance, and I'm coming. 
Very nice, wasn't it? I like that song. I like the album that it came from, pretty much. And I like the Kinks. If if you don't know much about the Kinks, or you haven't thought of them in a while, you know, get on Spotify or even YouTube, and 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 take a walk through their catalog. There's various eras. You know, there's the the British invasion. You really got me, era. And then there's the gosh, we're super super British. <laughs> I mean, they're very British, and they're they're in a way that like the Who, is a British band, whereas Led Zeppelin is a British band, kind of marketed for America. Um, Ray Davies, British, and his stuff is is amazing and it does a lot of it doesn't resonate so much with me because I I don't have that upbringing but I love sorry I'm super stoned as you can tell um take a walk through the catalogs Lola versus Power Man that album that whole album is great and it's great as an album they're one of these bands that when their albums are really great they're really great and they have a lot of eh, albums and they have a couple of great albums and uh, it's worth listening to Arthur Great fucking album. Lola, great album. Um, those are the two that I love. Muswell Hillbillies is kind of regarded as being the best Kinks album. Uh, it hasn't stuck with me as much, but I also haven't listened to it that much. But just, you know, if you're at work or something, you know, and you can listen to music or you're just working at home and fucking around the house or we're doing yard work or working in the garage, give the Kinks a, a spin because, you know, if you're, my age-ish, I'm 53, if you're in that group or you're older. Um, the Kinks are a band that it's easy to forget about. Because you can easily think of five or you know a half dozen songs of theirs. But they're a band where it's like, there's another half dozen that you've forgotten about that were still hits. And then there's another half dozen after that that you've heard. And then there's another half dozen after that that you may have never heard because they were never singles, but are still fucking amazing. And they're a band worth listening to, you know, bands like that that haven't really survived into the new millennium because the kinks kind of dissolved in the in the mid 90s, I believe. And uh so there's, they're not even doing like the, like the reunion turkeys, you know, the, the county fair, state fair circuit where you could go still see like the Steve Miller band and stuff like that. ZZ Top. You can see those bands still. They're alive in some sense. Um, the Kinks, not so much. They didn't make it. The Who kind of too, although they still exist in quotes um, and they still put on a great show, which is amazing given that they're legitimately old now, like mid to late seventies old and they can still put on a show. Um, but it's nothing like back in the day. Wow. I am stoned. I'm sorry, guys. Basically. Yes. The kinks have diminished over the years and like Jethro Tull, same thing. Incredible band, uh, higher caliber. I think than the kinks more niche in a way, but, um, another band that it's, it's just worth if you kind of like, some of their stuff, or when you were a kid, you'd listen to Aqualung or Thick as a Brick or something. Go back and listen to it again. Revisit that old stuff and dive a little deeper into it, because there's still, there's still treasure to discover there. All right, friendos. 
I am subjecting you to all kinds of nonsense. So back to a song. We're going to go with All Day, All of the Night, segueing into Paranoia. The Kinks did that. When I saw them in 84, Ray Davies teased Lola like an easy half dozen times before they played it with his ovation guitar. Dun, 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 dun. No, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. Which was very funny and very annoying. And also a really great way to probably vent a little of what must be a little bit of the frustration at the the song that you have to play. Like if you're the kinks, you got to play Lola, man. I mean, there's, you really got me and all that other stuff, but you got to play Lola cause Lola's the song. So I imagine it must become a little bit of an albatross after a while, especially when you're touring 13 years, I think after that song was released and that's still the big draw. So they're still like, I put, you know, I've eight albums out after this one and you demand this. So it's a good way to diffuse some of that, like Jesus Christ, Lola, Lola, Lola. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just projecting. I'm definitely stoned. I love Oregon and it's legal cannabis. And it's a beautiful Saturday. It is sunny and glorious here in Portland. Everything is green. There's trees outside my window. My beautiful windows with that old leaded glass with the slight distortion that happens over time. Ugh, I love it. So many trees, beautiful sunshine, and it is cool. This is a very cool weekend. It's in the low 60s. If that, and I love it. I hate it when it gets hot. You know that. Anyway, I'm babbling again. Fuck. All right, the kinks. All day and all the night. Segwaying into... Paranoia, the destroyer, and it goes like this. I'm in a fight, 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 I'm in
That wasn't a segue from all day and all the night at all. Didn't you listen to this before you did this, Mark? Nope. I went with the song title in the notes. Well, aside from the obvious that it is essentially the song Paranoia is essentially a reworking and a tongue in cheek uh, revision of all day and all of the night. It even starts with girl, I want you here with me. All of the time, instead of saying all of the time, but I'm really not as cool as I'd like to be. Interesting. There's layers to it, right? It's like a tiramisu of, you know, different cultural relevance. (laughs) I just flashed on a scene in, uh, remember the Young Ones, that British TV show that they would play on MTV in the States in the 80s? Um... There was a a flash to a radio, a DJ talking to like the next big thing, uh, a a woman. uh, I don't know if it was a girl group or just a a female performer. And uh, Ben Elton played the uh, 
manic DJ. And and the woman he just introduces the woman, I can't remember her name, and she's like, My music's all about urban alienation, apparently. And as she's saying urban alienation, she's looking upwards. Like she's trying to remember it. Like, yeah, my music's all about urban alienation, apparently. So, anyways, what's that have to do with the show? Nothing other than just irony, perhaps. Ray Davies, funny man, good man. (laughs) Stay in, can you stay in control? Do it for your family, for Christ's sake. Love it. Really, really enjoyable. The Kinks were a fun show. I really enjoyed it. Even though it was in, I think, 1984, which was the baggy suit, pastel colors, baggy suit. It was that album. Um, Shit, I can see it, but I can't think of the name of it. But it had um, Dave Davies sang, I think, a single off it. The living on a thin line. Ooh, tell me now, what are we supposed to do? That song, that was a good song. That was the tour I saw them on, just uh, I think the year after this. Also, meanwhile, the teeming millions listening to this are saying, we don't give a shit, play the kinks. Okay, well, I'll play the kinks then for you. That silence was me trying not to call you assholes because you're not. Um, (laughs) It's all in my head. Come Dancing. That's what I'll play. Their current hit single and the reason that they're playing the L.A. Forum. Although I do think they were springboarding off of Paranoia, uh, which came out a couple years before, because that was a hit, too. So I think that was like that little springy thing in gym class when you do the run, run, run on the pommel horse and go boink and go over it. I think the little springy thing was Paranoia. And then the pommel horse was Come Dancing, and they stuck the landing, which allowed them to play the forum. Hope they made a lot of money on that tour, because they're good guys. And I guess they're back together now doing something. Dave Davies, the the, uh, guitarist and the fellow who usually sings the higher parts, uh, had had a stroke. And I guess it fucked him up pretty bad, in as much as guitar playing, because can you imagine the loss of dexterity? Uh, But apparently he is playing again, and singing again and he and Dave or Ray rather I think I read something maybe you saw it on Twitter that there yeah, the kinks uh, have resurrected and it'll be interesting to see what they come up with because I think if any of the bands could put out something really relevant as old men I think I think uh, the kinks could do something I think Ray Davies could certainly come up with something that would resonate. I don't know if that makes sense. Fuck it. Come dancing. The Kinks. Here you go.
She didn't, she didn't say to me, excuse me, did you write Lola? She said, I really want to hear a new song tonight. This is for that lady, she's an old mum, and this is called Don't Forget, Don't Forget to Dance. Ha! I have confirmation! Of the slight bitterness at Auntie, the one that wrote Lola. Good. Good. I am vindicated. <clears throat> All right. In my glory, I am going to play another song. Yeah, I was going to wrap this up, but you know what? I'm feeling good, and I want to play one more song for you because I enjoy this. All right. We've played Contemporary Kinks, their, their current single. Very slightly older Kinks with the... Uh, Captain America Colin song that I can't remember. Oh, and I keep calling paranoia paranoia because it is not paranoia. It's the destroyer destroyer. 
I'm a fool. But you guys know that by now. Fuck. All right. <clears throat> all day and all of the night. Yeah, let's do that. I have to. I haven't even put it on here yet. So I'm going to throw it on and you're going to hear it and you're going to hear it. And I think it's the last song that Mike recorded that night. There were a few songs after that, but for some reason, the rest of the show is missing. So that's what you're going to get. But all day and all of the night. So taking us from the 60s into the 70s. And I'm not playing Lola because there's a splice in it, um, a tape flip or something. And it's, you know, there's a million different Lolas. You can download this show at heartofmarkness.com if you want to. It's not up yet, but it will be in the next few days. So here's the set list in case you are interested in this show. Around the Dial, Definite Maybe, State of Confusion, The Hard Way, Catch Me Now I'm Fallen, Destroyer, Yo-Yo, Come Dancing, Don't Forget to Dance, Lola, David Watts, Gallon of Gas, Back to Front, Art Lover, Till the End of the Day, Bernadette, and All Day and All of the Night. Everything after that is lost to the ages. So yeah, that will be uh, available for free download at heartofmarkness.com in the next couple days. I have to get off, off my ass and make that happen, but I will. So if it's not there when you look, keep looking. All right, thank you, and all day and all of the night, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was fun. High energy, great crowd control. Well, kind of like Freddie Mercury there for a minute. And then they went right back into it. Nicely done. Yay. Hope that left you with a smile. All right. Nothing much to do after that. Can't top that. Great show. The Kinks. Let's hear it. And thank you once again, St. Mike Millard, wherever you are. Thank you. You've done us a service as a species. So be good to yourselves and each other, friends. I may be back with another one today or tomorrow. Who knows? I feel like I'm on a roll. Um, And if not, then I'll see you Thursday with the Zeppelin podcast. All right. Bye bye.